0: Have you ever lost a listing? Have you ever just kind of gotten kicked in the stomach because you felt sure that you got a listing and uh, the rapport was incredible and then they call and tell you they listed with somebody else or even worse, they send you an email and tell you they've chosen someone else. It hurts, man, I know. It's happened to me tons of times and I hated it. And um, so because of that, I created a product called a certified listing agent. I got the eight top listing agents in the world and recorded their listing appointments. Everything, no holds barred, no secrets here, everything. And then after each listing appointment, we uh, discussed it and uh, created a course out of it. It's uh, over 10 hours of intense uh, video. And it's for you to watch and never lose a listing again. Check it out. There's a lot of free samples. You can go in and see kind of what it's like before you uh, sign up for it. Uh, Rebusuniversity.com. We also got the the, uh, highly popular CTA, Certified Team Agent with Jeff Cohn, and that is how to build a massive team, how Jeff went from 80 to 580 units in four years, and uh, what he does behind the scenes, what forms he uses, how his systems are run, everything on the CTA, Certified Team Agent and many things to come. If you if you're interested, go to uh, rebusuniversity.com. Put yourself on the mailing list. There, uh, we have a price reduction course. We have a 101 ways to get uh, real estate leads for free. We have an ISA course coming out. Uh, a lead handling course, not not how to lead generate. There's there's a ton of courses that other people do on that, but this is how to. Efficiently capture leads and work with them. So, uh, they have a couple of courses coming out on that aspect. So, anyways, RebusUniversity.com. Check it out, guys. You'll be glad you did. Now, on uh, with the show. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Boy, I have a very technical guest today that is going to talk about some things that. You may not be aware of, but they're going to kind of shift your consciousness with regards to, you know, whether you're doing things right. There's a lot of real estate agents out there that that have been doing age old things that actually don't even work right or or could work a lot better. And they don't even know that they could work a lot better. And Chris Daly is going to share with us, you know, what those things are and what's going right with uh, all things basically lead generation we're going to talk about the three worlds of lead abundance or the three worlds of real estate lead abundance so hold on to your hat this is going to be a great show and welcome chris daly hey thanks
1: pat it's my pleasure to be on the show
0: chris why don't you give everybody a little bio on you so they can get to know you better
1: yeah so uh so my name is Chris Daly. I am uh, I'm a, a digital marketer, and, and really what I um, – my, my passion and love is for helping people find uh, – help people figure out what their customers want, you know, specifically online, but, but in all facets of the customer experience. And so um, my, my background is uh, I got started in digital marketing, um, you know, 10 years ago or so, uh, and I, 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 started out in the SEO space. Um, I started out helping businesses get traffic to their websites, uh, through Google. Um, and I was working for a company where we were driving a ton of traffic to our website and nothing was happening. We weren't generating leads. We weren't selling product. Nothing was happening with that traffic. And I was stumped. I was, uh, you know, I just was very frustrated because we had spent so much time getting all this traffic here, invested a lot of money. Um, and you know, and I was trying to figure out how do I, what do I do? How do I get this traffic to turn into business for us? Uh, and so I started running some tests on the website. I started um, creating new versions of our page and testing them against the existing website experience. And we started generating business. We started seeing increases in our conversion rates. And I just completely fell in love because what I what I realized is, that just getting people to come to my website or to come to my landing page, that was only half of the journey. The other half was okay. People obviously want what I have, but if I give them a bad experience on the website, they're not going to buy with me. They're not going to sign up. They're not going to reach out. Um, and so I just became fascinated by this idea that you can influence people um, by testing in and changing this what you know the website experience. Uh, you know to to speak to what they 're looking for uh, yeah. and so a couple of years ago, I started my own company uh doing this and uh, and just this year i I merged my company with disruptive advertising and basically we we help we help um, we help entrepreneurs and businesses uh you know run these types of tests on their website to to get more
0: customers yeah that that that's fascinating you know a couple of thoughts here my daughter over the summer worked for a large e-commerce firm and mm-hmm. she told me that the amount of time that they put into testing, you know, whether something works or something doesn't was phenomenal. I mean like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, and this was a, a really big company. They, they did like, they do like Taco Bell's website and Alex and Ani and, and stuff like that. Right. So, so right. it's just amazing millions of dollars, right. Just on testing of like statistics, how long people stay there, you know, how many people fill out the form, how many people start filling out the form and then leaving what to do with this, what to do with that. Everything was like tested like a doctor does on a, on a a mystery disease that somebody has, you know, when they walk into a hospital. And uh, I think that a lot of agents out there suffer from this mystery disease where they have a website. It's basically 50% is like this huge, massive picture of their fat head when they were in high school. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, and then the other pictures, you know what I mean? And, and, and they're doing it all wrong. And so let let, I'm going to let Chris talk, but he's come up with three worlds that real estate agents fall into on how they get leads. And we're going to talk about each world and which things work and which things don't. And if he doesn't know, he's going to tell you our rock star nation, how to test them. So the first world we're going to talk about is the, the most obvious one, which is the social media world. It, 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 this is all gamuts of social media. So wh- what are agents doing right? What are they doing wrong? How can they get more buyer leads that say, I want to see that house and more seller leads that say, I want to sell my house on social media?
1: Yes. No. So this is, you're absolutely right. This is, this is the beginning of the buyer funnel, right? So this is where you are, you're raising awareness. You're trying to pique people's interest and you're trying to find people that are, uh, that are looking for a house and that that will click on whatever you've posted and come to your, uh, you know, to, to your page. And so um, there's, there's some, there's some big things that, I would just say business people in general uh, are doing um that 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 haven't been tested. And I mean one of the big things is um you know so with social media There's a very visual element, Um, you know, and it's important to remember what people are typically uh, how people are viewing social media. So most most, most agents
0: are just doing it right on their their home. Let's let's take Facebook first, because that's the biggest one. Most are doing this on their personal page. Are you saying that that they should start putting links to their website on their personal page?
1: absolutely i it is it is critical to have an action that's attached to every message you send out. now, it may not be a a, a link to a landing page. maybe it's a link uh, you know to a property, maybe it's a link to a blog post you. I mean, it could be a link to anything, but, but it's very, very it's critical that every time you post that there is some kind of action that people can take on it on the information. but you're are you mail.
0: losing authenticity? are you losing? You know what I mean, but you say, you know, having a great day showing the the Miller's uh, houses they're in from Utah. If you want to see houses in their price range, click the link to my website. I mean, doesn't that sound like, <laughs> you know, you're like, hey, wait a minute, I thought we were friends, and now you're trying to sell me something.
1: <laughs> so there there's a variety of different types of posts, and this is what I what I recommend for people in the social media space is. You're going to have different categories of posts. You're going to have some that are, as you mentioned, just updates where you're trying to share information, uh, and, and hopefully spark some interest. There are call to action type posts, which are okay to do. And, you know, I've, I've done a lot of surveys on, on, uh, on audiences out there and people are generally okay with a certain amount of call to action type posts. It's going to be different for every single person. And so what you want to do is you want to test it. You want to, you want to try different amounts of these types of posts and then see what you know see what resonates so, so how I mean, do you te- have- Are,
0: am I testing it by the way that middle schoolers test which is how many people like it is that a, is that a legitimate test
1: you're well you're, you're gonna have a success metric attached to each post you do so some posts you might be looking for likes uh, but I would have an objective so if you're if you're saying, we're going to show the Miller. You know, I'm having a great day showing the Miller's house. Uh, you know, great weather today. Whatever you should have a success metric attached to that post. So maybe you're looking for likes. Maybe you're looking for comments. Maybe you're looking for shares. Maybe you're looking for people to click on a link. What whatever your objective with the post is, though, I would have well, the a success one the one that's going to make me to,
0: the one that's going to make you money is going to be the third one. Right. Right. So so really, we should be telling them that they should shoot for that third metric, right?
1: Oh, well, so so I'll, I'll just give you an example. So for, for my business, when we do posts, um, again, there are some posts that are trying to expand our reach. So we're trying to reach as many people as possible. And with those ones, you may not have a direct business metric. It may not be sending people to your website. It might just be, we want to get as many shares on this post as possible because we know the more shares we get, the more people are going to see our posts, right? And so... Um, And so if that's your success metric, then you want to try different types of posts. So, okay, do do I get more shares when I have an image than when I don't? So maybe I'm going to try the exact same post, the exact same text, uh, and I'm going to post it this Monday. And then next Monday, I'm going to have the exact same message, but with an image. And let's see which one gets more uh, shares, right? What, 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 what,
0: What have you found in your research do images get more shares than words? Absolutely.
1: Uh, Images always get more shares, Uh, almost, almost always. So again, so for realtors, how does this, how does this play into you? Yes. Well, you're obviously going to want to have either, you know, a picture of the house, a picture of the property, you know, whatever it is that you're going to show. It's super important that you give people a visual experience. And it's also important, um, that you try different types of images. So some people are going to like a nice professional shot. Other people might actually like, you know, just a picture that you take with your phone that looks really authentic, right? Mm -hmm. Some people might want a picture of the outside of the house. Some people might want to see a picture of the kitchen. Some people might want to see the backyard, right? Um, And so I would try different types of images and see which one, generates the most
0: response and yeah again, yeah that, and that makes sense and then let me i'm going to just put i'm going to keep putting you on the spot because i want to give meat and potatoes and i'm i am all about testing trust me but in your experience chris and you've been doing this a long time what works better selfies or taking the ego out of it and posting a picture of the house or a picture of the clients uh
1: in general and again this is this is uh you you, you want to test it but in general um, better quality pictures typically get more shares,
0: better quality uh, because, pictures of, of Mr. And Mrs. Miller, who's coming in from Utah than a picture of you, you know, in the living room of a house. And here's my exactly. big fat hand yep. again, you know, right? <laughs> so take a picture of them and, and say, look at this lovely family, take a picture of the house, look at this awesome house, look at this pool in the backyard, stuff like that. Uh, take the ego out of it, right? don't, yep. don't keep taking selfies. Of your smile because people, you know, eventually be like, you know, I don't want to, you know, I know what you look like.
1: And, you know, and psychologically, it's a lot easier for people to put themselves. You're trying to attract people that are looking to buy a house. And it's easier for them to relate to a picture of someone that is actually buying a house than it is to relate to a picture of a real estate agent. Mm. Um, and so you, you uh, and again, I'm, I'm not saying this, that this works for everybody, but, you know, typically you want to think, you want to think about what are people going, you know, can people view themselves in this house? You know, is this something that's going to resonate with someone that's looking for a house? Um, you know, and as someone who just, you know, I just bought a house, uh, you know, within the last six months, you know, and as somebody who's been through this process recently, um, you know, I, I want to see, I, I want to see myself in this house could, you know, is this the type of house that I, that I could see myself living in? Um, and so again, that's why different types of pictures are going to resonate with different people. Some people care about the outside of the house. Some people care about the inside of the house. And so, you know, you might post a picture of the outside and get no response. And then you post a picture of the kitchen and a bunch of people, uh, you know, share it or comment or, or respond and you go, okay, that's what people care about.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's kind of, like I look at it like this, there's two different type. There's a different way for for you know people to buy say coca-cola one is a brand branding where they tv commercials and billboards and stuff like that and the other is you know they walk into a store and it's on sale or or it's it's the only thing sold or or they you know someone offers them would you like to buy soda with that or whatever right so it's Uh the same kind of thing with facebook or instagram or whatever you know there's certain things you can do for branding purposes like All you want is comments and likes because you're just kind of, your purpose is to brand the fact that you're a real estate agent. You're not looking for people to say, hey, I want to buy now. You're just branding. And then there's other parts which are like someone asking, do you want to buy a Coke Uh, with that hot dog, which are uh, where you're going to share the link to your landing page. And the landing page happens to be your second area, your second world, of Lead Abundance, which is the landing page of, the fa- of, of your website. So t- let's talk about that. Let's say you get them, every third thing you post uh, goes to a landing page, and you're paying money, obviously, for what you're known for, SEO optimization, to get to a landing page. You get them to the landing page. What's the right-looking, feeling landing page? What's the wrong-looking, feeling landing page? How do you keep them? What have you found?
1: Yeah. So well, before before we get into that, I just want to make you know, I just want to make one comment. So you're driving people from social media. People are typically going to be on a mobile device. Okay, I, I think it's something like 90% of, of Facebook engagement is done on a mobile device. So it's very, very, very important that you remember that when someone's coming to your site, they're probably on a mobile device. So you want to make sure that your mobile experience is top of mind. Uh, most, most people, when they design their website, they design the desktop version of their website, how you're going to see it on a computer. And so... So that's that's a critical element is to understand what your buyers are doing and, and what frame of mind they're in when they're coming to your site. So they're on a mobile device, they could be in a variety of circumstances. They might be sitting around the dinner table, they might be out with their friends, they could be on, on a jog, you know what there's there's so many things that people could be doing when they're on their mobile device. And so it's very important that your your landing page experience is to the point. There should be, you know, you should take into consideration what they're expecting to see or what they're what they're going to want when they get to your site and deliver it to them immediately. They shouldn't have to scroll to find what they're looking for. Um, and so and and one other one other. And, and, and let here. me stop you um, there.
0: The, the, what yeah. they're looking for is a house, right? What they're looking <laughs> for usually is how much is this house on one, two, three Umpium Street? So what you're saying is right smack in the middle needs to be or right in the very top needs to be enter address of a house you're looking for or, or or street or zip code or anything. Enter keyword. It should just say keyword and at any and all should come up.
1: Well, and I'm going to give, I'm going to give, you, uh, I'm going to give you guys one additional pro tip and that is you want to have different content for people that are at different phases in the buyer experience. So some people are going to want to start looking for houses immediately And some people are going to want a little bit of, I would call a softer call to action. So you might want to put together some some free content that people can come to your site and see. So maybe like, you know, an ebook that is, um, you know, best uh, top five tips for getting a good deal on a house or, uh, you know, or best best ways to make sure you love your neighbors or, you know, whatever it may be, uh, you know, this content that you're putting together. This can be super helpful content. For you to generate leads and all you need to do is, again, you you put together this guide, you put it on a landing page with a form and that way you're able to capture people's information and then you can put them on an email list or you can, you know, can do a variety of things so that when they are ready to buy a house, boom, you've got them. Um, so, okay, so you're going to, you're going to create different types of landing pages for different types of offers. Now let's assume that we have gotten someone to our site that is ready to buy a house. Again, you don't want to beat around the bush. You don't want to have the entire, your entire screen filled up with a picture of you and, you know, or a picture of whatever. You want to make sure that you, you either give them a form to let them search for the house they're interested in, or if they clicked on a specific property that you've listed they need to be able to see the picture of that house immediately. They shouldn't have to go scroll anywhere to find it.
0: Really, um, and because you know some of the, some agents I've talked to have actually have gone to the egoless site, which is basically you know all about the consumer, which you know find houses, everything's fine houses, and then some of are actually you know if you want information about them you go to the review. There's a little thing that says reviews and it'll link to Zillow reviews, Yelp re- reviews, what, what Google reviews, whatever the reviews they have. And that's it, right? It's kind of like, uh, it's no longer, you know, about, you know, here's me and here's my phone number, which has right. been in the past with real estate agents. Uh, now it's just about, you know, here's a, here's a thing. It's about you. You get to look at houses, If you're curious about me, listen to some people that work with me. Don't listen to me saying, you know, I'm the best.
1: Right. So social proof is, is huge in the online world right now. People knowing that other people have worked with you and that they've had a good experience. That is, that is huge. The other thing that I would highly recommend, and again, we're remembering that people are on a mobile device and the amount of things that they're going to be able to do on their mobile device is going to be limited. And so forms, if you have a form on your website, those don't tend to convert nearly as well as a click to call button. And so I would suggest for every realtor to have a click to call button, like just a button that people can click that says, uh, you know, call me now or get more information on this house, you know, whatever the button says, um, have a click to call button where they can just call you immediately. I found those to convert um, about a hundred times better than a form experience for mobile really? websites. Really? Just, yeah.
0: just, and, and, and that's real easy to touch on a, on your screen, click the call. Do you have yep. any vendors you recommend for these click the calls or are they all pretty much the same?
1: Um, there's a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of different, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And, and you actually, um, Depending on what kind of site you've built, and or if you've built a landing page using a you know a service like Unbounce or something, for example, they usually just have an, an option in there to for for what clicking on that button does. So you can either have it take you to a URL or have it call a phone number, yeah, yeah, um, or
0: an integration for another company that they work with that'll do it. That's great, yep. and that, you don't
1: and you don't want to you don't want to display your phone number on the on the click to call button. That's that's what people almost immediately think of is okay. I'm gonna have a little picture of a phone, and I'm gonna have my phone number. You don't want to do that because people don't need to know what your phone number is. It's much more important to have that click to call button say something that's helpful. So the things that I that I have tested that work the best typically are uh, you know call call me now. Or get you know, click to call or something like that so that people know, okay, I can just click this button, I know exactly what's gonna happen.
0: I, I think actually what you're saying goes well beyond the real estate industry. If you if you build every website that you build from here on out from the view of a cell phone, from the view of an iPhone four. It would be so these websites would be so much simpler. But the problem is I think people are still building websites from the view of a computer and they're they're adding all this extra stuff. And at the end of the day, it's like you said, they you know they're going there, you know find out how much a house is, and that's their main thing, you know?
1: Yes. And so that's why I say you want to make sure that you are to the point. Don't put a bunch of extra fluff on on the website. Don't add a bunch of content. Uh, you know, people don't typically want to read anything on a mobile device. Uh, If they do, they've got a very short attention span. So it needs to be said in one sentence or a couple of bullet points and that's it. Um, And so, but the temptation for a lot of people is, oh, I wrote a bunch of great content for my website. It has my whole story about why I'm the best realtor in the world. And, you know, I want everybody to know my story. Uh -uh. You know, people don't, are not going to read that, and people aren't interested in that. They just want, again, quick uh, action they can take. Because again, you remember when people are on a mobile device, they're on the go. They don't have a very long attention span, and so they need to be able to get what they want very quickly.
0: Now, I just uh, finished building a product uh, with Jeff Cohn at Omaha, Nebraska, who who does a ton. He spends close to ten grand a month just on SEO. And uh, like any any house in Omaha, Nebraska, he competes with Zillow every day on um, whether it's going to be his site or the Zillow site showing up first. And what he's found, and I want to know if you agree or you have a different mindset on this, is when uh, when people go to the website, they get to look at four houses for free, right? Whatever house they called on or looked up and then it starts, you know, they fill out. What they're looking for, price range, whatever they look for houses, and then boom, house five. They got to sign in. In order to sign in, they create a username and a password. Username, email, that's it. That's you you know, your username can't be, you know, Chrissy Daily, right? It has to be (laughs) your email. Passcode, cell phone, has to be your cell phone, can't be ABC123 pound 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 so it's very stern. You know, you get four houses, that's it for free and you get email and cell phone or else you can't get more than four houses. Agree with that. Disagree. What is your opinion?
1: I, I personally love that approach. Uh, the thing I love about it is, um, the hardest part of getting a customer is getting them mentally bought in. So, typically why you lose people on your website is because they're not engaged. They're not, you know, and, and, you know, you usually lose people's engagement in five to 10 seconds. And so if people can come to your website and get mentally bought into this process and they start, you know, looking through houses and then boom, you hit them with a call to action at that point, that is a great time. Because again, they've, they've bought in mentally, they're involved, they're engaged. And at that point they're, uh, they're, um, suspicion and their, you know, their their level of, um, I, I call it buyer fear, uh, is much much lower, and so I love this. I love this, and that's that's the the other reason why I'm a huge fan of this these types of free content. You know, whether it's an ebook or whether it's a, uh, you know, whether it's so, something that people, you know, are, are willing to engage with that's very low barrier, something other than reach out to me to buy your next house. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a great, Why it's I'm a the very best, easy. You know. Yeah, right. It's a very easy and low friction way uh, to engage people.
0: Yeah. You know, some people still have the old one that's still on there. Get a free relocation package about this (laughs) town. You know what I mean? Right. That's funny. So, So, but you're saying the more things that you can have on your website to require an email, a cell phone number, whatever, the better. Pop up saying, hey, get this free report on the 10 mistakes most sellers make, you know, prior to putting their house, that sort of thing, right?
1: Or another great way to capture people that uh, you would not have otherwise gotten their information are exit intent pop-ups. So these are something, these are things that that I've recently become really excited about. You know, so if somebody starts mousing out to exit out of your site, you can have something that pops up that has one of those offers. You know, get your get your free um, you know, your free top 10 buyer mistakes um ebook uh, just by giving me your email address here. Again, these are people that were going to leave your site. They're not going to yeah. engage with you anyways. Yeah. And I've seen businesses that that have completely turned around their website conversion rates by adding these types of things. Um, you know, And then again, with a low friction offer, that is something that might be enticing to them. They go, oh, you know what? I do want to know what the top 10 buyer mistakes are. So yeah, I'll give them my email address. And again, at that point you've got some, you've got an asset, you have their email address. And so you can start sending them emails anytime you have a new property or anytime you have some new content that you want them to engage with.
0: Yeah. I love that. You know, I was buying a bike recently online and you know, it was late at night and I was like, ah, I don't feel like making decisions right now. And I, I, cause I started the process and then when I pulled out from the process, it said, wait, don't leave you know, if, if if you buy this bike, I'll give you 20% off. I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, Hey, if you stay on, I'll give you, and I'm like, what, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, so I went and finished the order, which took another five, eight minutes, you know, and uh, bought the bike and I got 20% off. So, so I see what you're, you're saying the same sort of thing. You, you want some things on there to be like, wait a minute, you know, don't leave without, you know, considering this, this report. Exactly. Do you know of any good places where the listeners can actually buy these reports because, you know, I, I can feel a lot of people already that can feel the energy. They're like, oh, I don't know how to write a report like that. Or where can You know, are there, are there vendors you can recommend where, where people could buy these reports or how they can get them written?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, the best way that, that I've come up with for doing this because, you know, I'm the same way I go, Oh my gosh, putting an ebook together like that's I I don't want to spend the time you know I don't have the time to do that I don't want to spend the time to do that and I mean honestly the easiest way to do this is to just go on uh you know to um go online and find a contractor to do it for you uh you know you can use Upwork for example just to find a contractor they're super cheap I mean you could say hey I'll put I'll put uh you know, 30 bucks into this. And, you know, if somebody will write this for me and design me a nice cover image for 30 bucks and they'll do all the research for you. I mean, you just tell them the topic that you want them to write about and say, okay, I want, want, uh, you know, the top uh, 10 cheapest cities to live in in the United States or, you know, something like that. And then I want you to go out and do all the research and write me up a two-page report for 30 bucks. And that's a great way to get it done. And then all you have to do is just, Get the
0: landing page up. And and guys, listen, what Chris is saying is as easy as it sounds. And I'm, you know, I'm 51 years old, so I'm not, you know, saying this lightly, but it is Upwork is a game changer. I, I have two writers now, uh, both working, you know, on a daily basis for me through Upwork. And it is easy to hire a writer to write anything you want really fast. I mean, it is amazingly easy. So anything you need... Um, Whether it's, you know, words for a website, uh, whether it's uh, words for a free report, whether it's words for a a blog article you're writing, all you got to do is come up with the subject matter and tell somebody to do it and they will get it done. It's autonomous. You know, yes, and the
1: great thing about it too is that you get to tell them when it's done. So you can say, "I want you to write it about this." They submit it to you, and you don't pay them until you like the finished product. And so, you know, it's that. That was the other thing that I was really fearful about a few years ago before I started engaging with people on here. Is well, what if I pay them and they give me something back that's really crappy? So that's
0: yeah, I, I absolutely love. Well, and another is. thing too is it works like Yelp and Zillow and all that. You can rate them. So if you if you give them a three and a half stars, it's going to hurt them uh, in getting more business. So a lot of these guys, what they do is they do something for you and they say, Hey, I add an extra bonus on there. I gave you another paragraph where I did this because yeah. they want, they want to make sure you kind of giving them a hundred percent review.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, okay. So now let's jump into the third world, which is, you know, it's funny because these two worlds are great and they're the reality today, but the one world that I think some people don't realize that they could be screwing things up is the face-to-face world, meaning they say the wrong thing. They say, you know, they 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 walk up to somebody at a party and say, uh, you know, uh, such-and-such told me you're selling your house. Can I be your agent?
1: Right. Yep. <laughs> you
0: know, um, and yep. it's like, whoa, whoa wait a wait, minute, wait, 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 wait a minute. So, you know, give us some advice on uh, this face-to-face world. Well, how do you say it? What do you say? What's right? What's wrong? You know, give it, help us there.
1: Yeah. So, and, and we're going to, we're going to apply a lot of the same principles here that we have on the social media side and on the website side. And that is, so the first thing that you want to do is be willing to admit that you don't know the best way to engage with your customers. It's, it's really tempting be, you know whether you have years of experience or you know whether you are just awesome at what you do it's really tempting to go I've got this figured out um, and so you know the, the first thing and this is you know with every client I work with this is kind of one of my first requirements is you've got to be willing to admit that everything you know is wrong because you know we're, we live in a very rapidly changing world and the types of things that are that are going to work tomorrow are going to be different than the things that worked yesterday and so you need to be willing to be humble and teachable and, and, and learn. So, okay. So you're, you're, you're willing to admit that you need, you know, that, that you may not know the best way to engage with people. We want to test this, right? So, I mean, again, I'm a, I'm a data guy. I am a tester. I am a big believer in trying different approaches and then seeing which one lead, leads to the best result. And so, I mean, honestly, when you sit down with, you know, a potential customer or you, you know, you go to a networking event and, you know, and you're talking to people, uh, you know, or you're taking people through a house, I would be get very aware and very conscious of the types of things that you say and try new approaches. So if you if you know, so I do this all the time at networking events, I'll go to a networking event and I will try different ways of describing my business and I'll say it one way. I'll see, you know, kind of how people respond, see if people understand it. Next time I'll try a slightly different way, see if people understand it. If people understand it worse, then I go, okay, they don't like that approach. Let's go back to what we had before and iterate again. And so, um, you know, so uh, again, as we're, as we're going into the house buying uh, process, um, you know, again, you're wanting to generate interest. Once you've got them on the hook and they're and they're working with you, and you're taking them to go and, and see and buy houses, you want to try, um, you know, try different ways of phrasing things and of wording things because right. a house right. buying experience. I mean, this is a high friction. But you want to do it right. So, right,
0: so let me let me have you give me some practical advice. Let's say me and you had a BNI or a, a network event together. You're sitting next to me. I'm the real estate agent in the group, and you're looking out for my best interest. I'm brand new. I stand up and I have a five minute time frame to introduce myself. I say, Hey, I'm Pat Hyben. I'm a real estate agent. And I sit down and then you lean (laughs) over and you go, Pat, can you take some advice? Are you okay with advice? And I say, give it to me, Chris. I eat feedback for breakfast. What are you going to say to me?
1: I would say that you want to have something that is going to engage me. Again, same same idea as the website. So you want to say something that is going to engage me. And so that may be, and I'm, I'm going to give some ideas of things that people can try. Number one, you can immediately just launch into a recent success story. So I'm, I'm, I'm Pat, and I am a, a real estate agent, and I just helped somebody – uh, you know, buy the best house, you know, I just helped someone make the best decision of their life. I helped them buy this house and they just reached out to me the other day to tell me that it was the best decision they ever made in their life. Okay. That's, that's one thing that you could try. Another thing that you could try is I'm the top realtor in, uh, you know, wherever you're at, I'm the top realtor in Utah and, uh, you know, and people come to me because I can find houses that nobody else can right? That's a totally different approach than the story approach of, you know, I just help these people buy a house. Um, you know, and so you can try those two approaches and say, what do people respond better to? Do people like it when I say I'm the best real estate agent in, in the world because I, I can find deals that, you know, that nobody else can? Or do people like it better when I tell a recent story? Um, two totally different approaches. You'll likely get to- two totally different responses. And you want to be open to figuring out what people want to hear when, when they're talking to you. And again, it, it might be different based on who you're talking to. Um, but I, I think those are the types of things that generate fascinating results. And I get people that call me all the time. They're like, hey, Chris, I tried this thing out, and I'm generating way more business than I ever thought I would just by changing the way I say things.
0: Hmm. And what about if they get a referral? Let's say it's more of a warmer call than a cold call, like a like, cold introduction like we just did give us some phraseology or some ideas of what to say when they've been referred.
1: Yeah. So again, even so you have a warm referral, tensions are still high, right? This is, Uh, Again, this is the biggest purchase that most people are likely to make in their life. And so tensions are high and you want you want to do some things to help ease that tension and to help get people uh, comfortable working with you. And so there's again, there's a lot of different things that you can do here. One is to just start asking a bunch of questions, right? Launching a bunch of questions and and, you know, and help them feel like you you get you're getting to know them. Another approach that you could take instead of just immediately launching into questions is telling a recent success story, right? You get people bought into the idea of working with you by relating to somebody that you've worked with that's like them. And so you say, "Hey, it's great to meet you. What's your name? You know, what, what, you know, what what price range are you guys looking for? Oh, you're looking in the four to $500,000 range. I actually just found a house that was right in that range that was, you know, that for, for this couple that, you know, that was this age and you know, and it was in this neighborhood. They're super happy. It was a kid friendly neighborhood, you know, whatever it is, telling those kinds of stories that can be a way to break tension down. Or if you launch into a bunch of questions that can possibly break tensions down. And so Again, you want to figure out what's the right approach and what do I get a better result with when I when I do this. People love stories, don't they? Oh yeah, people are people. There's something about stories that psychologically get people bought in because they imagine themselves in that story, and so it's a that, that can be a great way to engage people. But again. That might not be the best way, and so it's it's super helpful to test these approaches and then go, okay, which one generated better result? Which one, uh, you know, led to, you know, which one do I feel better about the conversation afterwards? Which one do I feel like the customer was more excited about afterwards? Um, and that. and then be willing to to again tweak and test and and constantly improve.
0: Boom. Love it. Love it. Chris, I love everything you said, brother. Um, This is really good. Solid meat and potatoes. I thank you so much for sharing exacts with us today. I'm going to put everything Chris talked about today in the show notes at hybendigital.com backslash chris day that's hybendigital.com backslash chris d-a-y his last name isn't day it's actually daily but it's kind of spelled funny so i'm going to just say d-a-y and um, uh, chris is offering basically a starter guide to a b testing which is a starter guide to testing so you can figure out what works and doesn't work on your own because every situation is different so we're going to put a link to that starter guide to AB testing on hybendigital.com backslash Chris Day. Chris, thanks so much again for coming on. I wish you the best of luck, my friend. And if I'm ever up in Linden, Utah, I will definitely uh, look you up and we can break some bread.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show, Pat.